thinking out loud. Thinking out loud. Thinking out loud. Thinking, thinking out loud. Yo, 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 yo. It's your boy Molly Fat. Welcome to the season finale of Thinking Out Loud. Uh, this is episode 13, so I guess it's kind of like a Netflix season, 13 episodes. Um, you know, it's been a really, really good journey. I mean, you know, the show's coming back, there'll probably be more episodes over summer. It's just that every week uh, is not really feasible going forward in the summer because there's no access to the studio and then everyone's going to be all over the place. So just, you know, I just wanted to, to get rid of the weekly expectations, but you can expect a few things over summer, definitely. And then September times, maybe August, whenever I move back to commentary, um, the weekly show will start again. But today is just the final weekly episode. I, I was I was in London the last week. And, you know, it's funny that we record we recorded that last episode uh, I think last Thursday. And then just so much, so much has happened since then, both in, in like, in the world and just in general. It feels like it's been forever since recorded the last episode, but it hasn't really. It's been a week and a half. And this episode's recorded on Sunday. You're going to be hearing it tomorrow, and then that'll be that. Uh, but I am back in commentary right now, so I'm enjoying my channel as always. Hello. And Connor? Yo. You know, so it wouldn't wouldn't be your last episode without the two most like prominent guests. There's a lot to talk about. Um, I told myself I wasn't going to to end the last episode without talking about it because most weeks try to keep it within a time limit. So if it's going on and there's stuff, I just leave it. I'll just leave it out. But I want I want to talk about everything this week. It's not a lot. I doubt will be. It's not going to be like two hours long but it might be like an hour ten or something like that um i'm gonna go in the order of like least important to me because there's a few elephants in the room to talk about so we'll get to those later so i just want to run through the other topics first uh yeah also i've got i've got a, a cold i don't know i'm either a cold's either coming or I'm recovering from one I haven't really decided yet. So my voice might be a little bit messed up. But we'll start this Bill Cosby thing. So uh, if you lot haven't heard, Bill Cosby found guilty of... I think this one was like... Was it 2014 or did it... It was just one of them. I don't know. But he got caught for one of them. Sentenced... Well, no, he hasn't been sentenced yet. But found guilty. So it's safe to say Bill Cosby did it. And it's just like everyone who was uh, defending him. Now you got egg on your face because he, it looks like he did it. I mean, when you're that age, there's really not much you can do except for die. So it's it's. I don't really. If I was him, I'd just die. How old is he though? I don't know. <coughs> he's he's, he's seventy eight. He's, he's old enough that if he if he was to die tomorrow, he'd be like, you know, well, Bill Cosby died. He's, you know, if like he's not so young that if he was to die, he'd be like, "Oh, what happened?" Mm. But, but yeah, so he he's in he's in perfect death age. So, 
I think he should have died when the accusations came out to you know stop him catching fire. But for some reason, he kept going, and now his legacy is ruined. You know, <laughs> what did he not think? Have you seen this, Connor, about Bill Cosby? Um, no, I just saw that he was found guilty, and I was like, well, there was a lot of allegations against him, and yeah. they're not all going to be false, so it was expected, to be honest. Yeah, generally, you know, the general rule is where there's smoke, there's fire, so it really looked like he did that. What do you think, China? Um, well, boy... The amount of things that have been happening like throughout the years, with all these like different allegations against these big people, um, such as Bill Cosby. Yeah. Um, you kind of only got to assume that it's probably true, because um, I mean they're in a position of power, and they just kind of taken advantage of younger women. Yes, yeah, this is seeming like. Is this? It's a bit difficult. It's the funny. Well, not funny. The the, the weird thing about it with Bill Cosby is that. He was known for for always being like oh, politically correct, and he would get at all other comedians for like swearing or like saying nigger, and and it's like he was the worst one of them all. Wow. But hey, Bill Cosby, man, you know, yeah, enjoy jail. I don't know if he's gonna go to jail, whatever. He should die sure. soon. Yeah, but you, like, when do old old people don't go to the same jails? Right? Do they have old people jails? No, they all go to the same jail. Where do they go? They go to the same jail as everyone else. Really? Yeah. Fair enough. Well, Bill Cosby, I think your best bet is to just die <laughs> and deal with it with a man upstairs. Uh, <laughs> I don't really have a lot to say about that. This next one is um this whole controversy with Nas and Khalees. He's guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the funny the funny thing is, um, if you if you all know me, then you you know how I feel about Nas. He's one, not one of you, my favourite rapper. Um, and it, it means a lot to me. But, I don't know, my points of view on this situation are, if he did it, he deserves everything that's coming to him, obviously, if he did it. But, do I think he did it? I don't, I don't know. It, it's raised a lot of questions. Because, first of all, everyone's like, oh, so many people... Nas was my moral compass, blah, blah, blah. Now look at him. If you're getting your morals from a gangster rapper, then you've got bigger issues to deal with already. I mean, these people talk about selling drugs and killing people every day. What makes you think they wouldn't hit a woman? So, um... Also, we've got one side of the story right now. She's spoken about this in an interview, and everyone's jumped the gun. I thought that he admitted it. I thought he was arrested... You know, with the fabulous one, I was holding judgment off on that, but then the video came out, which showed him being clearly like, you know, not abusive, but you could see where where it's come from, and I just, it, it it's really not um, it really hasn't resonated with me yet. I don't I don't really feel like anything is going to come of this because there are a few facts to consider. A since the divorce to now, Nas has made a lot of money. But he owns a lot of shops. He, he's got his own record label now. You know, he's got this album coming out of Kanye in like a month. Nas is a lot hotter now than he was when they divorced. Now, there is actually a um a clip, I'm trying to find it, of Khalees when she did get the... uh When the divorce first happened, 
she released this clip talking about about her relationship with Nas. And this was back when, this is like 09 when Nas was, I mean, still a millionaire, but not, not nowhere near he is now. He'll never read ev anywhere that I said anything negative about his father. It doesn't matter whether it's true or not. He's not going to see that because at the end of the day, he needs to know that, like, he did come from love, you know, and that that's, he needs to figure out who that person is for himself. My opinion of him is irrelevant because whoever he was with me is not who he's going to be with him. And that's like, you know, it's childish. That's her when Nas is broke. Now all of a sudden Nas has got money, got all this stuff going for him. And what, what I find interesting that a lot of people aren't talking about is that there's a custody battle going on right now with Nas and Khalees and their son. And Nas won the most recent battle in terms of visitation rights and whatnot. And now, all of a sudden, this perfect timing, she chooses to speak up about the marriage, you know, slandering his name. So, forgive me if I'm not jumping the gun and getting ready to, to cancel the guy. I'm going to wait for the full story to, to come out. As I said, if he did it, if everything she's saying is true and things are going to come out to, to back that up, then by all means, he deserves everything that comes to him. But right now, I just feel like there's so many more things that we're not taking into consideration. I don't know. What do you think, Connor? Um, <coughs> well, first of all, that clip didn't really... I don't think it really said much that she wasn't like with him when, because he was broke or something like that. It didn't really sound like that. It just sounded like she was just describing what um, with his father, I'm sure. That's what I heard. Well, because she's saying that he's the son's never gonna see me like talking bad about him in the media, blah blah blah. But what's she doing right now? True. Well, you know, and wouldn't it have made sense at the time then to to come? Out? I mean, I don't know because maybe she didn't feel like she had the strength back then. But no, I get what you're saying. It's like the time is a bit off, but she could be telling the truth if there's evidence of it. Then well, let let let's play a bit of um the interview I think this is the one that that's gone viral and we'll see what she's talking about now it happened with her and Chris Brown and the only way I can describe it was like double dutch like I felt like do I jump in like do I say it because I had bruises all over my body at that time like that day I remember being in Atlanta sitting in the kitchen and like I was like do it and I was and I wasn't ready to walk I just wasn't and so I didn't say it. And honestly, because I'm not weak and I'm not, like, I'm really private. I don't like people in my business. I felt like this is my partner. I chose this. We're going to do this. We're going to make it work. I stayed for years after that. And just you keep it moving. You know, and like I said, I'm not frail. I'm not scared. I'm not, I'm not weak. I don't know. China, what do you think? Wow. <sighs> Oh wow! Um, from that, I, I don't know. From that video, she's saying that she had bruises, cuts, and bruises all over her. She should have left, and like not in like a mean way to her, or like saying it in like a bad way to people that are going through this. But it's obvious that she was scared if she didn't leave. Mm. If because a strong person would see that situation and think I don't want to be part of that if you are in so much pain if you <clears throat> that you think that you at that point she should have spoken up then she's obviously scared to say something 
and to speak up. So she was scared, and there's no there's no harm in admitting the fact that you're scared in a situation like that because it happens. They divorced in two thousand and nine. That's nearly a decade ago. I, you know, I'm I'm. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm just I'm just I'm not really buying it. I mean, that's that's me personally. As I said, if things if more things come out and it turns out that he really did do it, then he deserves everything that's coming to him. But the timing of it, you know, she just lost the custody battle. He's making more money now than he ever has throughout his musical career. Things are looking up for him. I mean, this came out like two days after Kanye announced the album that he's working on with Nas, and everybody was excited for that. It, it just seems too... The timing seems too spot on. Uh, I mean, can I just like interject? I, I, I understand what you're saying from one perspective, and this perspective is just because I feel like some people, they when they, if they feel like they haven't got their way, if that makes sense, then they will jump in with something that they know about someone else. If that makes sense. Like, yeah. Let me give like an example. Go on. To say that like, you know when you hear these kind of like these um situations where say a guy is cheating on a girl. Yeah. with another girl right and say for instance this guy happens to get this girl pregnant or something like that but she wants him to stay with her then she'll be like if you don't stay with me I'm going to tell your girlfriend do you know what I mean that kind of way yeah so so you think it's out of spite yeah kind of like I don't, I'm not saying this is but I, I'm saying that I can understand what you're saying from your point of view that some people can be spiteful if they don't get what they want yeah. but at the same time also she might be looking from the perspective that he shouldn't be getting all this publicity and have all this fan, all these fans for something like considering he's a bad person. If he's a bad person, he shouldn't have all of these nice things, if that makes sense, because it's kind of like a facade that he's living behind that no one really knows about. And she just had to kind of deal with it by herself. So there's two sides to it that you don't like. The thing is you don't know. Yeah. she could be lying but at the same time well time will time will tell time reveals all what do you think Connor has he denied it at all he hasn't he hasn't made a comment yet no I just sad I mean wouldn't you deny it straight away that is true if well, you didn't do it yeah, yeah I think the time is a bit off to be honest I'm with you on this one it's, it's like now like I get that it might be difficult to come out of it but now you come out of it just after you lose the custody battle and it's like it's a bit fishy but it could it could be the truth we don't know it like, could be the truth but I'm, I mean he is a gangster rapper after all this is like rappers are, have a documented history of yeah. having issues like this so who knows and you know I remember when uh, we did the, the episode of R. Kelly we spoke about what it takes to this whole counselling culture and domestic abuse is kind of in the middle there because we, we clearly find... No, I'm saying we clearly find drug dealing and murdering okay. And obviously, like, rape and stuff is clearly off limits. Domestic abuse is kind of in the middle of both of those. So, do, does if, if it comes out that, yes, he did this, is it okay to listen to Nas? What do you think, Connor? Well... As it's not okay to listen to R. Kelly anymore. I personally think <laughs> it's you, very shouldn't, different. you shouldn't be able to listen to Nas. It's very, it's very different. It's, it's not. Pedophilia. It's not, it's not pedophilia. But moving on. <laughs> what do you think, Chad? Do you think if it does come out that he did this, that 
Um, oh boy, I don't, I don't think that th- when people see situations like this, they should put it all into the same box. I feel like the music is very different from the person. Like, I feel like it should be separated. Mm. Um, I hear that. So, like, say R. Kelly songs. Yeah. Yeah. Right? He's not talking... Well, boy. See, that's the thing. We don't know what he's talking about. But I'm saying he's not talking about little children in his... No. So you're saying separate the artist from the So separate the the artist from the person. Here's the thing, though. Because it may, it may, I've been thinking about this a lot recently. It makes a lot of sense it when the art is ambiguous. However, for example, let's say I was, uh, let's let's say I was into little girls and I and I was a painter and all I drew was pictures of kids. Yeah. You couldn't say separate the art from the art there. No, I wouldn't. So be able to say that. it's like R. Kelly. All of his things are like sexually related and whatnot. So the art is quite similar to his lifestyle. Whereas it's not like Nas has been rapping about, "Hey, I'm gonna go slap a bitch." <laughs> oh my god! And then he. The thing is, a lot of rappers do rap like that, but it's like. Well, I yeah, personally that... wouldn't cancel him because I still listen to Dr. Dre regularly and he's had numerous occasions where he's exactly. hit women like his wife. <laughs> I listen to Eminem. This guy literally raps about killing his wife, his mother. People he probably still... has hit his wife at some point. Yeah, I yeah. still listen to these people. People so I'm not still going to watch Floyd Mayweather fight, so he's got all that. So, you know, yeah, I probably wouldn't stop listening to him, but... If it, if he did do it, then you know he deserves anything that comes from whether that be jail time or or whatever. But um, until it's over, I'm I'm holding off judgment. Right. The next thing, speaking of holding off judgment, is uh this whole Maya Jammer situation. Um, this came out the other day, and it, people found some of her old tweets from 2012, where she said some some dumb things. And, you know, there was backlash, so I'm just going to read them out. Uh, let's see. So this is from 6th of April, 2012. Dark-skinned bitches shaving their head, expecting to look like Amber Rose, when really they end up looking like Michael Jordan. It's kind of That's funny. one. Another one, this one, also from 2012. A man said I look like I stink of curry, where's the respect? Yikes. Another one, I couldn't decide on one, so I put them all together, new pick, and it's just a pick of clearly disabled black women. So, you know, people couldn't erase this and whatnot. And she put out an apology at first and she was apologising to all women and then... Wait, can I ask a question? What's her ethnicity? That's what I asked her. I think she's black. Um, oh, wow. That was That's <laughs> it. Wow. <laughs> some more tweets. I'm pretty sure she's black. Isn't she mixed race? Um, nah, I'm, I'm pretty sure she's black. And that that's a you know that's that's a big part of it because her because she apologized twice she apologized the first time, and it was an apology to all women and then people were coming at her again like you know that's a weak apology you need to apologize to to dark skin women in particular, and that is a thing that people have noted about her is that she never talks about black things even though she it's almost like she's being she's Somali. She's well, there you go. It's almost like she's ambiguous on purpose, to the point where because if if she was, you know, recognized as a black 
woman and she would have to comment on certain things. So people weren't really happy about that. My whole thing is, you know, she was 17 in 2012. Yeah. If you went back to 2012 and found all the old BBM statuses that were made, all the things said on the playground, everyone would be cancelled. Exactly. I so, think it's just... It's silly. Get over it. It was tweeted like six years ago. It's not like she said anything recent. That's that's the thing. It's it's a, like, it was a joke. Like people just blown it out of proportion. It completely I, blown out of proportion. Go on, Shadow. As a woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me just throw in my little point here. In two thousand and twelve. Mm-hmm. Okay. Apart from or okay, you're fair enough what you're saying because I've seen some of the little things you guys do the right. And you. I'm not involved, and you know, yeah, you guys would be so cancelled. Okay. Mm-hmm. But my point so, that I want to make here is that in 2012, it still wasn't. It wasn't kind of seen as a good thing to be dark skinned. It's kind of like a newish thing for people to be dark skinned and to be natural and to think, yeah, do you know what? That's a beautiful woman. Back then, it was still kind of like, if you were a dark skinned girl, guys didn't really want to be approach you. Yeah. As I said, when someone was like to me, oh, because you're not. You're not. What is it? Something like you're not that dark. That's why I'm with you. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, that's a bit mad. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of thing that people would say back in 2012 or like yeah. 2000, like before then. Like before 2012, it wasn't accepted. And like for her to say things like that at that point means that she felt some kind of superiority being light skinned. Yeah, she probably did. When you think about it. And it's not right. Just because it's later on now and it's been a few years, it doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it right, but I don't think you could judge someone for something they said six years ago when they were... And, you know, she was 17. If if she was... Yeah, but at 17, you're, you're a big person then. You're still... You've got a mind. You've got a head on you. You still, you know, you you know right from wrong. Yeah, I hear that. But when I think about what we were like at seventeen, we were still making yeah. inappropriate jokes like that. I think so. The seventeen and twenty three, <laughs> there's a big difference. Like imagine someone brought up um, jokes that you made at fifteen to seventeen, and like they're using that against you now. Like say a job interview saw your statuses or tweets or stuff like that from then. You're like that was six years ago. I don't think yeah, like that but now. I don't know. I just feel like personally. So I was having this conversation actually the other day with one of my friends. Um, I feel like there's a certain age where you start to kind of get into your own. And I really do feel like it's between like, from like 17 onwards, like 18, 19, 20, as you're getting older, 19. you start to like, you know, you start to look after yourself. You start to, you know, become an adult. I mean, I'm, but here's I still f- think 17 is a bit old to be writing things like that. Personally, I think so. Because by 18, we were leaving sixth form. Remember that? We were leaving sixth form in, at 18, or supposed to be. So you're still you're a big person. 2012. No, I'm saying at the age of 18. Yeah. But, but um, I, <coughs> it may... See, the thing is, it's, it's really hard to, to, to put your mind back six years, because it's a very long time. The mind moves a million miles a minute, you know. We, there are things that we think this year that we probably didn't think about last year. You know, it's everything changes so drastically. Six years is such a long time. It's not. I don't think it's far fetched to think that she's a different person now than she was back then. It if these tweets were anywhere more recent, it's it's 
it's very six years is a very very long time to go back and assume that somebody has the same mindset now that they do i understand what you mean by you're coming to your own but as connor said china if i was to go to you and try and persecute you based on something you did six years ago you would 100 percent say that's unfair yeah but and i don't I, really feel like people change that much I think they do. I don't. 100%. I, really I think do. I think what it is is that people just think more about what they say before they say it, but that doesn't mean that they don't have the same mindset. I don't know. What do you think, Connor? I disagree. I think that people change a lot in the space of six years. Because how old am I now? 21. If I think back to when I was 15, I would say some stupid stuff, like stupid jokes. And I, I wouldn't... Like, I believed that what I was saying was funny. I wouldn't say it now. It's like... Isn't what you said about I think about it more. I just don't think I think the same as then. Yeah, but I think there's a difference between jokes and like what you actually believe is right. Well, to be fair, in a lot of these tweets, she was like, like the she, she wasn't just getting on there just saying dark skin girls are disgusting. Like they were quite a lot of them were clearly to make you laugh and. Yeah, but you're laughing at someone else's expense. Charlie, you're, you're not going to sit here and say you, you never wait, laugh at someone okay, else. Yeah, I'm just, can you please? Go on, go on. Right. Yes, fair enough. But what I'm saying is, okay, you guys are saying that it's unfair to say anything to her now. Yeah, fair enough. It's been a long time, yeah. right? But the things that she was saying were hurtful at a point to someone. They were. And I'm not saying that this is not about me. I Yes, fair enough. I've done bad things in the past, right? But it doesn't discredit what she has done in the past because there were people that probably read that or people that are reading it now and they still might get the same level of hurt from reading it because dark skin, as I said, being dark skin wasn't a good, like a nice thing. People didn't want to be dark skin. They wanted to lighten their skin. They wanted different hair. They wanted to be like the light skin girls. You're right. You're absolutely right. I feel like this should be used as an example as, um, it's just an example of how we were wrong. And I feel like, you know, she's apologised now twice for it. Um, I don't think they should have been brought up in the first place. Because, you know, it's not like she just started retweeting all her old tweets on Twitter. Yeah, I really do wonder who was sitting there. Some, it's obviously, someone clearly doesn't like her. And, yeah. and I feel like most people, you can go back in time and find old, old stuff and bring it back up. But you're absolutely right, you know, there probably were people who read that and it all came back to them. And I feel like we should just use this learn as a learning experience and we should just take take solace knowing that the world is a different place and that stuff doesn't run anymore. Mm. But um, I don't think they should have been brought up in the first place and I definitely don't think she should be judged today based on roles back then. But can they be used as an example of what not to say? Absolutely. Absolutely. J. Cole dropped his album, KLD, stood, stood for three things. It was... Uh, King of drugs. No, kid. You meant to say king of drugs. Kids on drugs. Kids on drugs. King, king overdose. overdose and, and kill our demons. Yeah, kill our demons. Kill our demons. So, right off the bat, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try and go through this track by track, just to. I mean, my initial. It's weird. Most albums, when I listen to them myself, anyway, I, I'll like it a lot more the first time, and then over time, it will drop and drop and drop. Most J. Cole albums, for me, have the opposite effect. Where the first time I listen to them, I don't really like them. And then they get better and better and better. Um, this one was a grower for me as well. It, I, yeah. I listened to it um, last night, at like four in the morning. 
And like, I was like, man, this, this is a good, good ass album. Like, <laughs> it's, I think 4 a.m. is a good time for J. Cole album. Honestly, it depends on the weather and the time of day. He makes like, good the weather and the time of I day. I promise you, because when it came out and I listened to it on, I forgot what day it was, but it was like the hottest day. It was day. a sunny day, yeah. I was like, I remember. I ain't trying to hear this. <laughs> like, I was trying to hear something more upbeat. This I guy was <laughs> making this dreary ass music. I was like, I because I listened to it on my way to work and it was sunny and I was just like this is the last thing I'm trying to hear right now but yeah you know J. Cole he makes really good like train music music where, you, where you're not going anywhere 100%. and you just gotta listen to it um I mean it's I, the one thing I would say J. Cole's really 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 good at is he's really good at having a theme for a whole album like, whether or not you like them or not, when you listen to a J. Cole album, you never really think this sounds all over the place. Like, you know how, like, like Jesus or Life of Pablo, like, the sound switches a lot. Yeah. J. Cole album is a very similar sound. And this one, it, it's a grower. I don't I don't mind it. Uh, I mean, what, the first track, K.O.D., I, I hated it at first. This is what you can't. I love I that mean, song. It's I a, honestly love it. You love it, though? Yeah. I'd, I would say that's like a, a seven, six or seven Eight. for me. Eight. Eight. All right, the next one, Photograph. Eight. I hate that. You trash. don't like it? <laughs> Hot trash. <laughs> not, his, not his best work. It's probably my least favourite song on the album, maybe. I'm By trying far. to think. I don't know. I really don't like Motivate. I really don't like Motivate. This one's and then you've got uh, The Cut-Off. I don't even remember what The Cut-Off sounds like. I quite like it, no. I mean, I, I can't even judge it. you got ATM. That's another one that grew on me. Honestly, I, seeing I, the video <laughs> made me like the song a lot more. Yeah, music videos do change the songs. Can you can that? It's, can it's that, not a bad song. It, nah, it's hard. Motivate, yeah, as I said, joint, <laughs> joint worst song the album for album. me. <laughs> Motivate is a joint worst up song for me with Photograph. Uh, I still don't know which one I hate more, but I hate them both. Kevin's Heart, another one which got better with the music video. Mm. It's not for me still. Not for you? I like the video. The video it's a not. good video. It's a good video. I'm trying mean, to, can you guess who's in the video? Of Kevin's heart. Kevin Hart? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would it wouldn't have been right if he had anyone else other than Kevin Hart in it. And it, you know, it's a good theme. I, I really we, we we really need to dead this talk that J. Cole's some crazy intellectual rapper. He's not. His songs <laughs> have very clear themes and he's he's a good he's a really good lyricist but it's never hard to understand what nope. <laughs> what his songs are about like it's not like you have to go back to and be like hold on yeah, like, just realize what you said exactly like, you could get it from the first listen you're like okay there yeah. are rappers where they're you know then they have all the double on and you need to listen to a song and you're like oh really he says this backwards jaco's not like that nope even before i even heard the song i saw the name i was like oh this song's gonna be about cheating <laughs> it's, it's, it's like but but yeah i just want to dead that talk now the last five tracks are by far the best. Starting with Brackets. Love that song. Fire. The the end where he's talking about the tax, that whole verse about the taxes. Best verse on the album. Yeah, I don't think it's even close. That's a really great song. Once an Addict, love it love as it. well. It's a, it's a real subject that a lot of people have probably been through, but I never really heard it, you know, in a song form before. Um, he had Friends. Don't even remember it that much. It's okay. It's okay. But, it's but, the but, weakest one. Yeah, out of those five, it's the weakest one, but it's still a good song. 
Window Pane outro. Second best song for me. Personally. On the album, Behind mm-hmm. Brackets. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably third for me. But then the last song, 1985, which is the intro to his next album, The Fall Off. My favourite song on the album. I, I I love everything. I love the beat. I love the message behind it. Can I tell you what my problem is with this with that song? Go on. I like it. Like it's a good song, but the fact it's the last song on the album makes it the outro, even though it says it's the intro to the next album. <laughs> Are you serious? No, fam. It's like Are you serious? Because with the song before that, we're not paying some deep lyrical. Nah, reason. With, with the song "Window Pane," I feel like that ends the album perfectly. It does, end and the then nineteen eighty five just it just kind of throws it off. Like it just well, look at the bonus track though. Then, but it's not though. It it says "Window Pane" outro. Yeah, nineteen eighty five intro. So just cut the album off. It's then. like when I listen to "Window Pane" and it ends, I'm like, damn. And then I hit nineteen eighty five. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, good song. It's a great song. It's my favourite on the album. The message is... It's important. Um, you know, like him or not, J. Cole is definitely top three. I don't think it can be debated. Um, the thing is, he's top three in terms of popularity. And yeah, that's what, that's, what, okay, that's what I'm yeah. talking about. In terms of the musical content, he has dropped off significantly... And you don't really notice it until you... Because I remember I listened to this album and this was this was after I'd stopped hating on it. This was when I when I liked it. I listened to it and then I went straight to Forest Hill Drive after. And it's not even close. Like, even though this album is... Like, I mean, you lot, you lot just heard our review. We're not slating the album. I don't think it's bad at all. But compared to Forest Hill Drive, it's not comparable. And neither was his last album, Trash. you know, was was garbage. So, in terms of popularity, we I don't think there's discussion there. But in terms of whether or not he's still putting out quality music, he is. But it's just not great. He's not improved at all. He has, and the thing, because yeah, you can't, and because the things with J Cole, you can't really say, oh well, because you know, when when people say like, oh Drake's born up, you can say, oh well, you know, he's got he switched his style. He doesn't. Make the same time. J. Cole has had the exact same style from his first mixtape to his latest album, which is both a good and a bad thing because if you're a J. Cole fan from back then, you're still going to be a J. Cole. You love it. Yeah, and you know what you're going to get. Sometimes you want your eyes to take risks and switch it up. That's the thing. When I was looking back at it, I think he's got one great album out of five. Yeah, and, and can that be an artist who is considered... Talent-wise, people could, would put him top, probably top three as well. You no, know, because like um, when I look at all of his albums, like none really stand out as being like awful, like garbage. There's some that I, some that I like more than others, but it's like it's just it's just the same. It's just nothing. There's no real highs and lows. It's just a steady line, then it goes up a bit. And it goes just back down. It's just yeah. Compared to his peers, he has the worst catalog. Definitely, like Kendrick has what three albums? All three of them are great albums. Like I would say, all three of them are better than most of J Cole's albums, if not all Let of them. Let me think. I I I prefer Forest Hills Drive to Good Kid, Mad City, and Pimp huh? Butterfly. Huh? I do. Your, your that's personally <laughs> nah, damn damn is arguable damn's the weakest one 
And you think that that was my Definitely. favorite Kendrick album? That's the weakest one. But I'm not. I'm not the biggest Kendrick fan. Um, you know, but Jayco definitely has the weakest catalog. I mean, even with Drake's, like, I'd say Drake has three great albums. What three? Take care. Nothing was the same. And if you're reading this, it's too late. What What are the other ones? What you got? Are you counting so far gone as an album? No. So you got. So that leaves what? Thank me later. Views and more life. Yeah. Um, that's fair. And all three of those are better than for your eyes only. Would you rather hear what you think? I'd rather hear for your eyes only than views. One hundred percent. There's some all right songs on these. But I heard I heard you singing Redemption in the shower yesterday. Cause I like I like music. I was there, didn't you? Like it's one. I like some songs, but <laughs> I'd rather listen to For Your Eyes Only. It has what's what's on there again? Neighbors, Immortal, Changes. Um, I like changes, changes. For Your Eyes Only, the actual song. Folding clothes. <laughs> that song is one of the worst songs. That's I've the heard. worst J Cole song. I think it's not even close. That's the worst J Cole song. But yeah, so but but KOD. Out of ten, what do you rate it? Um, six. Can I give half scores? Yeah, six point five. Six point five. And if what was what was for your eyes only? If it's four a.m. at night, I'm gonna give it a seven slash eight. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's say six point five. Yeah, for yeah. your eyes only was a five for me. Jayco albums are real like the werewolves. They do come the, the, It's actually a nighttime thing. When, because I, I remember when I was, I was taking a slow, late train home. And I listened to Full Your Eyes Only. I'm telling you, I was fighting back tears. <laughs> I was fighting when She's Mine came on. Don't you catch me? No, I was yeah. like, oh, this guy. So, but um, yeah, I, I'm probably, probably a, a six, seven on it, and a good day as well. But. As I said, it's just when you compare it to his other work, it's just not good enough. The warm up, the warm up, Friday night, lights. Friday night lights, man. Forest Hills Drive, and Born Sinner. You know, personally, I like that album. I don't know why it gets so much flack. It's too, it's too long. It is There's too, too long. many songs that you would just you could cut off if you cut it down to 13, 14 tracks, or twelve. It'll yeah. be a great album, but yeah. the best songs on that album could stand up with like Forest Hills Drive, but but it's true. Tyler, you said you haven't heard all of this album yet. Uh, no, I've only heard the first like five songs. Uh, so um, yeah, that's 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 so, the weak yeah, part. <laughs> I didn't I didn't like it from that. Uh, like any of them? No, like literally, I feel like because I don't want to sound so silly, but I sound it felt I felt like the hook of like the first like five songs was pretty much the same. It sounded pretty similar. Like repeating words, yeah, the, yeah. Like it just kind of sounded a bit like I was listening to the same song over and over again. Yeah, I understand. Um, I'm assuming that when I listen to the rest of it, it'll get better. Yeah, the second. I mean, I don't think anybody can say that the second half does not get significantly better. Yeah. Like, yeah, the last five tracks in the album are really, really good. And he's already said that he started working on the fall off. I mean, if that whole album sounds like 985, then I feel like we're gonna get a, a much better album. So. I'm looking forward to that. Um, you know, there's no Kanye West thing. We're going to get into that in a minute. But right before, I want to talk about Avengers Infinity War. So this is a huge spoiler alert. I'm, we're not going to hold anything back. If you haven't seen the film, then check the timestamps and skip past this. But we're talking about Infinity War right now. So everyone here's seen it. 
What were your initial reactions, Connor, as part of you? Um, I think it's the best Marvel movie by far. Yeah. Because, ter- like, there's, when I think about it, there's not many films that have had me in awe. Like, I couldn't believe what was going on. Couldn't and, like, look away. it was unexpected. Couldn't look away. Which is one of the things that... One of the complaints with most Marvel movies, not for me personally, but I've seen most people say they're predictable. Like, which is true, because it's a superhero movie. You already know there's going to be a bad guy. The hero's going to win. It's like, you already know how it's going to go. Yeah. But it's like, this one is just... Like, I couldn't believe what I was watching, personally. Like, it was just... Like, it was almost three hours long. I was never bored once. Not and once. Like I feel like was I wanted it to be longer. Yeah, yeah, it's two hours and forty minutes. <laughs> I it. think that like, personally, I think they should have added more. But I'll get to that in a moment. Chad, do you want to chuck anything in? Um, I loved it. It was great. Um, I was so stressed at so many points. <laughs> like I'm ill, right? The amount of time my nose unblocked because I was I literally had a heart attack. <laughs> my, my whole nose unblocked. I was like, oh. There were a few moments where I nearly <laughs> dropped my popcorn. And my popcorn nose. did drop. It, it, I almost dropped mine, but it was like I realized how much I paid for it, so I, I had to catch it again quickly. But um, I I really don't I don't know. There's so much to talk about. I don't know where to even begin. But first things first, you know, I think we should give Marvel a round of applause quickly. Now wait, can I bring up something you mentioned before? Go on. Do you think Black Panther is going to make more money than this film? Do you still think that? Hey man. I just want to know because it's been out since Thursday and it's already grossed almost 400 million. Since Thursday? Since Thursday. I'm going to check the numbers on that. I'll get back to you. I promise you, it's not even going to be close. This film is is crossing 2 billion minimum. Nah, yeah, nah, they'll do it because, um, yeah, nah, it'll it'll go over. Uh, But, yo, my lord, this film, I swear, I don't know where to. First of all, this this film has had ten years of hype. From the first Marvel film, it was all building up to this, and they met it. That alone says enough about how good the film was. And as Connor said earlier, it's not it's not even close. It's the best Marvel film. If you've seen all the other Marvel films, then you 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 can't debate this being the best. The, I, I don't have any significant, like, oh, they should have done this and that. I have a few things, which I'll get to in a bit, but the film was perfectly executed. You know, visually it was beautiful. The acting was on point. There was the right amount of comedy, because I will say I was worried about that, because the Marvel films recently, a lot of them have been shifting towards having a lot of jokes in them. And I was like, this I don't really want there to be a lot of jokes in this film, given all the stakes. So... There was comedy, and they made the right characters do it. It was the characters that we've come to know comedy from were the ones busting jokes when they were, you know, off doing their little thing. I wish it was longer. I really do, because there are certain things that could have been fleshed out more, and I don't think anybody who's seen the film would have had a problem being there for another 20 It's funny you say that, because a lot of the reviews from actual movie critics are saying that it was overstuffed. Like they feel like um it they feel like it was overblown, like it didn't need to be as long as it was. Really? Me personally, I strongly disagree. Strongly. But like from what I've seen, like a lot of people say that it was too long. What what parts do they think could have been taken out? I'm not sure. Cause like they were saying how the main thing what one of the things I read was that like 
um, there was a lot going on in the film, and it's like it just felt too much, like it was draining, keeping up with everything that was going on because of the length of the film. There was only like three things going on. There was oh. on Earth, mm-hmm. then there was um, half the Guardians going after Thanos, and then there was Thor. And also, one of the things that I've read as well is that they felt like the start was disjointed because how everyone was separate. So it was like one scene you would be in Asgard and then the next scene, well, not in Asgard, but before and on the ship, the next scene you'll be on Earth where Iron Man's with Pepper. Then the next scene you're with Doctor Strange. So it's like, I get that, but I feel like that was necessary because there's so many characters in this film. Like, you need to show what they're all doing. That's the thing. That's the thing with these critics. I don't think they can... You have... Because Chan has seen a lot of the Marvel films because she's seen some of us. She hasn't seen all of them, and you know she's not nearly as invested to the point where someone like me or Connor or other comic book fans <laughs> would be. And I feel like a lot of these critics are probably in a similar boat. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you are invested, like us, like heavily invested, you understand that it needed to be like that. This film was never going to be your typical type of film where it's all the heroes at point A, all the villains at point B, they meet in the middle and fight. It was never going to be like that. And I feel like they executed it perfectly in bringing everyone together. It was in a realistic way. It wasn't because, you know, I worried that it might have been like, oh, they're fighting on Earth and the Guardians of the Galaxy just shot up like, oh, yeah, we saw there was going to be fighting. I thought it was going to be like a scene where literally every single character was in the same part. Yeah. Which I thought wouldn't have worked personally because there's just yeah. too many but too I like many. how everyone was divided and doing their own different fights and it's like and it was they didn't come together just cause you know everything had a reason so uh, you know if we're, go, if we're going to for example Wakanda they had they had to go there and um, you know the guys of the galaxy they heard the distress signal they found Thor so all of all of those meetups had to happen. Mm-hmm. So I I wouldn't call it disjointed. Now I like you said earlier, I was a bit worried at first that it was gonna be like a typical superhero film. Like oh my gosh! But from the moment you kill off the main star of Marvel in the opening sixty seconds, I know you're not talking. <laughs> I, I think you're talking about Loki. Surely no, I'm not. I'm talking about the biggest. Celebrity that Marvel have ever had graced their halls. Bigger than Robert Downey Jr. Who? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I don't know who that is. But you can't kill off Idris Elba, your main draw. <laughs> first of all, first you know of all, yeah. they've just lost a big base because what black woman's going to go see part two now? Quite a lot, yeah. Would you? Yeah. I think even more people will end up watching part two than part one. No, no. First of all, China's lesbian, so it doesn't count. <laughs> No, I'm not. But I, I mean, if if it wasn't so early on, I would have walked out because I just couldn't I mean, believe it. Like, what more do you want them to do with his character? Like, <laughs> he could have single-handedly saved him. Right, the man has one job. It's like, the and then Asgard is, is is done now. So it's like, <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't kill him in the last in Ragnarok. You don't know, this guy sees everything all over the universe. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> He like, could've, they could have done something. How for can, someone who sees everything, he could have warned them about the shit. That's what I'm saying. You couldn't have seen the shit. You couldn't have been like, oh, Thor, I think we shouldn't take this route. 
you know, let's go left instead of straight ahead and just meet them. Um, also, why did he send Hulk back? I thought he would have sent Thor in the Bifrost. Thor was chained up, remember? He was away from him, I think. Oh, right. I think that's what it was. Like, he was on at the front. He should have sent himself. Fuck Hulk. <laughs> but, like... Wow. I mean, Hulk was annoying. Yeah, thing. Hulk was... You know who was really annoying? Go on. Um, There's one answer oh. for this question. Huh? There's one answer. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of it. I can't remember now. Um, oh, there was someone that just kept... Oh, um, Vision. Oh, Vision? No, no. Because Vision... For someone who's meant to be so, so strong... That's what I was saying. <laughs> no, no, but it's what I was saying. He literally got stabbed through his chest. No, no. At the start, from the start... Exactly. When you first see Vision, you're thinking, okay, cool, Vision's, Vision's here now, right? Guy. And then he gets, he just gets killed, and then he gets, gets mashed up straight away. Around. And then they're like, stand up, he's like, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, but you're Vision. Because that, that's the con- continuity ever. Because in Age of Ultron, they made Ultron this guy that not even Thor could do anything about. Hmm. And then Vision comes and Vision beats Ultron. So in my head, because that was the last time we saw Vision like do yeah, much. Civil War. Did he do much in Civil War? Yeah, he was in the fight. Oh yeah, well. he was. But he's the one who shut down um, Rhodes when he was in. Oh, he crippled War Machine. Yeah, because he was supposed to shoot at Falcon, but yeah. Falcon ducked, and then that's when it hit uh, War Machine in the uh, chest. So I'm saying Vision, you you turn from that to being this useless guy, and um, and you know because it, it just, I think he was a lot weaker in this film than he was in previous ones. Yeah, he was because he was, was supposed like again. He was stronger than Hulk and Thor and Ultron and all of them. But I think it's because he got stabbed. That's like that's their reason of bringing yeah. him down. Because can you imagine if he was just as strong as he was then throughout the film? It would be like I don't know. I mean, just I keep. I mean, but they had. But by the time Vision was introduced, Thanos had already been introduced, so they could have just not made him that strong to begin with. True. So we wouldn't have had the expectation. Um, like, also, kind of, oh, God, oh, sorry. You go. why um, why is it that Doctor Strange didn't use his um, the time stone? Yeah, I was I was. He, really, he used it once to like see the different possibilities. And I think the reason why he didn't use it at the end, why he gave it up, is because that was the only solution where they would win. So the thing is, I'm yeah. I've yet because Marvel always have come out on top in terms of these theories, so. That one, I'm not going to comment on yet because I'm almost certain that Doctor Strange knows something that we don't exactly. and it's going to be revealed in the next film. The one thing there's no good explanation for, however, <laughs> is Star-Lord hitting Thanos when he was being held down. I agree. There's no... no listen, this is a... First of all, this is a grown man. However. Right, go no, on, no, say no, your no. however because... Okay, so... When I first came out, I hated Starlord. I still do, personally. I didn't like him before. I don't like him now. But it's like, when I was watching like a spoiler discussion, people were saying how the way he reacted was understandable when you take into consideration nope. everything Starlord's gone through from the start. Okay, so let's take it back. He, he lost his mother. His mother died in front of him. He had to kill his dad as well. Like, he just found out he had a dad. Then he had to kill him. Yeah. Like, he's literally... The odd one out in the garden, like just he's from Earth, but he's not. And then like the one person he's got close to, and everything, and he's like 
she he didn't get to say goodbye really. He just she just got taken from him. Okay. And then he just he just found out she's dead. Like it's now, Connor. I hear all of that. You telling me that all of that means more than half the blood clot universe dying. Well, and he literally the thing is no, but here's the thing though. It's not even like he would have never got the chance. He literally had to wait a few seconds and he could have done whatever he wanted. It's not not like he didn't know what the plan was. And he just, if, like, I'd understand if it was something happening, he just happened to walk around the corner and be like, oh, is that Thanos? Oh, you killed Gamora. He knew the plan. Tony Stark told him, we've almost got it off. There was, there is, I don't care when the stake of because he understood the stakes he knew if if Thanos gets all the gems he can wipe out half the universe with a click of his fingers he understood all of that and he couldn't hold himself back for a few seconds nonsense I think it's I think that's dumb the, another dumb thing is of all the times for Doctor Strange to use a time stone why would he not have used it then and yeah. reverse that he literally could have gone back in time five seconds, but transported things like people. Doctor Strange could have teleported. Maybe this was all supposed to happen. We don't know. Listen, I, I'm... we don't know. Like it could. <laughs> I, I expect answers in the next film anyway. Like so, that's why I can't really get into that time stone one because I feel like yeah, the time stone one. I'm a, I'm a leave the time stone one. Alone. Can I bring it back to the start of the film? Go on. Where the hell are all the characters from Ragnarok? Like, did they? They weren't all dead on the ship, surely. Cause like you know what's her name um Valkyrie who was like a like a main side yeah I was character. thinking about that I think they she's didn't even dead. show her body or anything um what's his name Korg the rock guy I like yeah, I like Korg but it's like come on man I just got attached to these characters like I watched Ragnarok like the last week or something I was like damn I, I kind of see these guys again no, and they're I just think, dead in yeah, the first minute. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's when I knew the film was going to be, because I, I did have that worry that it was going to be like a typical superhero thing. And um, oh, that intro was cold. Yeah, it was a great intro that it let me know, like, oh, this is what's going on. Hulk got wetted, by the way. He actually. Hey. Hulk was poor. <laughs> this guy, he actually. got bagged so much to the point where he didn't want to become Hulk again. Like, he was just shook. Like, no. Like, that's funny. But that's, that's another thing that it, it slightly annoyed me a little bit because. After seeing that, I was like, wait, Thanos is a bad boy. But Thanos got beaten up a few times in the film. Yeah, um, Doctor Strange and Iron Man held their own against him. Yeah, and I was just, yeah, that was a great scene. And I was just like, but Hulk couldn't do That's anything. what I think, this guy <laughs> got rid of Hulk in a minute. Like, he let Hulk get all like, the shots yeah. in and just like, nah, this like, time. After I saw that, I was just like, well, so, so like, everyone's screwed. Like, nothing can be done. Yeah. But um, but I don't know, you know, I, I can't really hold that against you because you can say the argument that, you know, Hulk doesn't really know how to fight, he's just strong. And Thanos That's does. Bullshit. But I, don't, I mean... I mean, the whole point of Hulk is like, the angrier he gets, the stronger he becomes as well. So surely if he's getting punched up this much, he's going to be getting angry. I don't know how you can put him to sleep like that. Yeah, You're telling me it's, got, it's never happened before. Cold. He he's actually... never been knocked out before. <laughs> He's he full with got... Iron Man and the um, what what's the suit called again? The Hulk Buster. The Hulk Buster. He fought four as well, yeah. multiple times. Yeah. He's come across big opponents and he's never been knocked out. He like, actually got knocked out clean. That's what I'm thinking. It's like the ref would have had to step in and stop it. Nah, man. at that point. Um, but I mean, but don't get us wrong. 
this film is still 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. I, I really liked the little um, upgrade of Iron Man and Spider-Man. The oh, the, bleed, the bleeding edge armor. It's yeah. A, yeah, that, that, that oh, Iron Man armor was sick. Um, I feel like they could have done... The, but I, I, actually, no, I'm, I'm kind of happy because initially people were saying like, oh, Iron Man's got his new tech from Wakanda, but... No, they developed it themselves. Yeah, so I, I was kind of happy that they did it like that to show that Tony Stark is still Tony Stark. Yeah, he's, like, he's, he's still Tony Stark. So I was, I was happy about that. Um, I think Spider-Man was really good in it as well, actually. Spider-Man was good. I mean, this film reminded it reminded you who the bread and butter of the Marvel Universe are. Because Marvel could have easily, if they wanted to, just done a cash grab and had the whole film in Wakanda and oh, everyone's going to Black Panther. But they were like, no, because by the end of the film, it was the Avengers again. Yeah, It's the original, first of all, I better not walk into that cinema and see Hawkeye next week. <laughs> He's coming back. No, listen. Do you know when I want Hawkeye to die? You know at the start of the films where they have the, the Marvel thing and it shows little clips from all the other films? Put Hawkeye's death in there. Because that's how insignificant this character is. He has no business being in Infinity War Part I mean, 2. Nah, he's really not. No business. No, none whatsoever. He would, he wouldn't, he, he wouldn't even be able to take out one of those little soldiers. I, I was watching a video um, last night when I couldn't sleep. It's like saying the top five MVPs of this film. Yeah. Now this is the order of the list that this lady had it in, and I thought this was wrong. Okay. So first was Iron Man. Okay. Then it was Doctor Strange. Then four. Then Thanos. Then the Guardians. As in most valuable... Like, the most... The best characters in the film. Like, Thanos is number one. I would say him, then, then four's four. number two, by far. And the rest is pretty much... Because nobody I else think, did anything. I think Iron Man was free. Like, I, I really... He Iron lost. Man was, yeah, but I Iron still, Man was yeah. good. But he like, was every good. scene Iron Man was in was great. Him, the way him and Doctor Strange were no, yeah, well. yeah, no, they were good in the film, but I'm talking about in terms of getting stuff done... Thor and Thanos are the only ones who have progressed at the end of this film. Everybody else is done for. Can I talk about Black Panther dying, by the way? Because that, <laughs> it felt like a part of me died. That was when I almost dropped my popcorn. The way they did that scene was amazing because a couple people had already faded and then he runs over to, um I can't remember her name. Akoya, but he, no. Akoya. I think it was Akoya. I don't know. He runs over to her and she's on the floor. So I'm like, oh, she's about to get it. My beautiful black queen. <laughs> and then he starts to fade. Yeah, I was, that was a bit And then, then my eyes started to fade because <laughs> I was about to faint. And I just couldn't believe it. First of all, there's no respect for the Falcon, by the way. <laughs> he, how was he, he's the only one who didn't have a reaction. War Machine didn't even see him. He was just asking. <laughs> she was just like, where are you? I Falcon as well. <laughs> and he just, he just went. Also, Marvel's racist because how can the only black representation left be M'Baku and a crippled roadie? <laughs> we got War Machine in a wheelchair and this big guy. That's that's the black representation. Uh, is is we need something better? Cap, I mean, I don't know. Spider Man's death really like I I, I, I kind of struggled watching it. I can't be. I can't lie. I was just looking at my watch because everyone else everyone else was fading instantly. This guy had about 10 minutes. The, 
Another thing that I, <laughs> an explanation someone said, which I don't know if I believe, the reason why he was faded for so long is because, like, he could sense what was happening before with his spider sets. That's why he's reacting like that. But so they showed him fading, though. Did they, didn't he just, like... No, he was just in pain, and then he just went like everyone else. So I think, like, he sensed what was happening. That's why well, he was yeah, panicking. Oh, yeah, because he was like... I don't feel good. I don't yeah, feel like, good. And then he went to him and was like, I don't want to go. Yeah. And then so he started like, like, I don't know, man. I don't know, but also, it made, I get stayed on his little bus. He still would have died. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was just so sad. It was random. They got rid of all the guardians and said, fuck it. It annoyed me that, because yeah, I like Groot, but it still annoyed me that Groot got a bigger reaction in the cinema than Black Panther did. A lie? I, Everyone I, loves Groot. I was, I thought, I was like, can they rewind it to Black Panther, please? Yeah, the biggest reactions was, I would say, Spider-Man and Groot. Sp- Groot was the biggest in, in in my showing. And I was like, this guy literally just says the same thing. He's a fan favourite. Yeah, I mean... I was upset when Drax died. I think... <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I thought he got killed by the reality stone at first, but I was happy. Yeah, why? I don't like him. He's hilarious. <laughs> he's, he's, Plus, he's, the fact that he's Batista as well makes me... Like, I can't Yeah, that like makes him. me... If I, I think the if animal wasn't, day Batista. I think if he wasn't Batista, I would hate him completely. He's funny, though. But, but I, he's, he's just like... He's almost like... He's like Korg in 4-3. He's good for a film, but I ain't trying to see just comedy at all. Because at least... needed. At least Thor is, he's been progressing as a character and, and the best ca- character development from the first film. Yeah, this guy was unlikable, like which was intended. And when you get from when you think of how he was then to how he is now, he's become humanized. Character, yeah. I and I, listen, I've been telling people that Thor's the best Marvel hero right now. Everybody, no, he is. Everybody at the moment, get that little Stormbreaker hammer, and everyone's is. a fan. But it's like everyone's back there when you were saying it in the films, they didn't really show it. Um, I knew it was like they watered him down. I knew. They did wore him down a lot. Now he feels more... Because people don't know, in the comics, Thor, Thor is... He's stronger than Hulk. He's like the, he's a god. He's literally like the strongest. And now they're starting to show it in, in, in the films. That which, scene, though, when he appeared in Wakanda. Woo! <laughs> the king of Wakanda. I was actually Wakanda. just smiling. I was oh, like, that's, wow, cool, that's crazy. He should have he aimed for the head, though. But, yeah, he should have. I mean, it, this film was great because it ended how I predicted, but it, I was still shocked. Because I've been saying for the last few months, like, because if you read the comics, Thanos kills half the universe with a flick of his fingers. And I've been saying it. I said, the first film, it has to end that way. It's going to end that way. But they just executed it so perfectly. It it was amazing. Um, Sorry, do you know what it is as well? That they made, um, they kind of low-key made Thanos um, a likeable character. Yeah. Like, he was a likeable villain. Yeah. And you could kind of see where... Okay, let me put it in the right words. No, you can see you, where he's coming from. You can see where he's coming yeah. from. You can like, see... And he was very, like, affectionate towards... Um, Gamora. Gamora. That was a big death She battle. hated him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she hated funny. him so much. That was another thing that I... See, that... I think she also loved him. No, I think not. that. I buy it. I think she hated his guy. She, she hated him. him, but it's like... It's still her father, in a way, like... She still got she raised by him. She burst into tears when she first like stabbed him. Yeah, cause like I thought like, that was tears of happiness. No, just, she like it hurt. <laughs> she really. she felt it. Yeah, really. I thought she was just like I finally did it. But um, fair enough. That was one of the things that I wish they did make a little bit longer. Was not the soul? St- not well, not her no. death, but just the whole soul stone in particular. Because this, I mean, because we've known the rest of the stone since Doctor Strange. So yeah. that's like what two thousand sixteen. 
and this whole Soulstone thing has been up in the air for so long, I really thought it was going to be a much bigger deal than it ended up being. Mm. Like, so he just got there, Red Skull was like, hey, I'm still a character. And that was hilarious. I was like, <laughs> hold on. Wait, is he still, he's still alive? I mean, I feel like that was so, I, that was a cop out. What, having him there? There's so many better characters. Okay. In the comics, there's a character called Adam Warlock. Have you read the comic, Connor? No, but I know Warlock. Adam, yeah, Adam Warlock. In the comics, he lived inside the Soul Stone. Thanos trapped in there. And he's the guy, like, he knew everything about Thanos. He ended up going to Earth, finding all the heroes, and telling them how to beat Thanos. That's how it, that's how it worked in the comics. And him and the Soul Stone are connected. So when I initially saw the guy in the hood, I was like, it's Adam Warlock, and he's going to do something. Red and it's just Red Skull. <laughs> and you know, I honestly feel like what happened is they sent him away and he had a Captain America 1, forgot about him for a few years, and then when they were writing Infinity War, they were like, oh, we've got a title this loose end. The thing is, I don't think they really needed to. Cause, like, That's what I'm saying. people were asking questions about Red Skull. Maybe like at first, and then with 18 films in, I feel like, yeah, but it's like the space zone could have put him anywhere. They could have literally just shown his body floating in space and they could have had a little explanation like space stone said he wasn't worthy so it transported him and killed him. <laughs> the, look, how are you getting pr- put in prison by a stone? Also, is he invincible? Because like, I'm pretty sure Red Skull was human. Yeah, and it's a, they, <laughs> they made it so he just... The first had Avenger was, set, was set in... Yeah, he was floating. The first Avenger was set... What was it? Like the 40s, in, in 50s? the 40s, yeah. That's like a whole 60 plus years yeah, and it's from just, doing this film set. It's like, and it's just like, just now what happened? Now the Soul Stone's gone. Like, I and thought, he's just dead now. Like, is, is he, now he's just chilling now. Like, oh, <laughs> nobody else can come get the stone, but I've still got a job. It's like, is, what, what's he going to do? So the, I feel like that was a cop out. And maybe if they had more time, they could have fleshed it out a bit more. And... You know, the, I feel like him getting a soul stone was too easy. It hasn't really yeah. that 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 was that was a big deal for me because I thought there would have been more just because of the whole speech that Red Skull gave. Yeah, the stone. He was, I thought it was gonna be like I didn't think it was just gonna drop Gamora down and then he yeah. was gonna collect the soul stone. I thought it was gonna be like this guy was like eternal oh, damnation or something. Right. I don't know. Something. That's hella convenient for Thanos. It really <laughs> was. It was like man, it's a good thing Gamora came with me. <laughs> Now, now I've sold everything. So that's another thing that kind of slightly got to me as well. Gamora, she understood the stakes more than most people to the point where she literally said to Star-Lord, kill me if he catches me. Yeah. Yet she gave up the info where the Soul Stone was. Yeah, it was going to kill Nebula, that's right. But she, but she, I feel like she understood. It's almost like the characters realised what was at stake. And then forgot straight away. I think that was the point. Like, everyone realised what was at stake until they had to come across something that was personal to them. So it's like, all of the wrong decisions in the film were a result of, like, the main characters letting their emotions overcome. Like, the whole style of thing. That's a great Gamora point. Dying. That's a great point. Yeah. I never thought of it like Like, that. how um, Nebula was literally getting tortured and was about mm. to die. That's why... Um, Gamora gave up the information. Even with Thor, because he, when he aimed, didn't aim for the head and whatnot, it, you know, he didn't realise that literally a click of his fingers. Yeah, and like how um, Scarlet Witch almost was going to let Vision stay alive 
Yeah. Just like that's a good point. I, I think that was the whole point. Most like, of the characters do have something that they lost. Yeah. I never. I, yeah. I never really considered it like that. Well, if that comes up in the next film, then I don't understand it. But even like Doctor Strange when when he let um, Thanos get the time stone because he was about to kill Iron Man. It's like all of the things are like were like that. So I think that was supposed to be a theme in the film. Well, the Doctor Strange one, as I said, the jury's still out on that because his last words were "this was the only way." So yeah, so there's clearly more to it. There's there's definitely more to it. I look forward. To, I mean, it's next year, right? It's yeah. after Captain Marvel. May 2019. We have to wait till then. It's it's after. So what <laughs> we got until then? We got <laughs> Ant Man and the Wasp in July. <laughs> I don't know why the timing on a that prequel. is terrible. No one's. Re- no. It, has, so it's, it's not to. even it's not no, after. it's set before <laughs> I don't know why like you can't have Infinity War and then you go back to Ant-Man just planning a heist or something <laughs> <laughs> so you got Ant-Man I don't know, man. so you got Ant-Man then we got Captain Marvel then yeah is. Captain Marvel's in Mar- in February or March yeah. similar so, like that so, so she she's obviously gonna have a huge yeah. it's hers a prequel as well I guess yeah it's set before but that's why um, at the end of the post credit scene when Nick yeah. Fury like yeah, I loved that so much because that's another thing from the comics. So, because I've seen some people on the internet saying that, oh, why does Nick Fury just happen to have the answer? If you read the comics, you know that Nick Fury is that guy. Yep. He literally always has a plan for everything. He knows everything. He always has a plan. So, I thought that was super cool that he was the one who ended up, you know, having a connection to Captain Marvel. Um, the that only thing laugh as well like the, the last <laughs> word <laughs> they, they should have let him well, say it nah man because I swear what, what rating is the film um, PG-13 or 12A so it's like you get one, one swear one F-bomb who swore I don't think no anyone one, so no, in Marvel films they still don't do it Ah. Like, no one really says if it was like Fox they would they would say it like, man well, I thought that would have been so at great at the end of the day it's still Disney so it's like, <laughs> it's like it's, who's bigger Disney or Samuel L. Jackson Samuel Jackson not that much <laughs> I, I, I would have loved it I would have loved it if he actually said it but I, yeah I thought that I thought that was so great it was a really good after credit scene and they kind of deep to as well because the whole thing is half the universe going so when um, Maria, Maria Hill, Hill went, I thought that was it you were like you didn't expect it to be Samuel as well so what's funny is that he didn't even seem surprised he's yeah. like shit because that that that's more insight into Nick Fury's character. He's that type of guy where he's just planned for everything. So he wasn't even too fast. So, but he just knew that he had to get the message out there. The only thing I'll say is I just really really want to see Adam Warlock. So I don't know how they're gonna do it. Maybe Captain Marvel he'll make an appearance. But he's such a great character. That I'd love to see him involved in the next in one. A post credit scene at the end of Guardians. Um, I don't. It wasn't a post credit scene. It was a cameo when they were go- walking through the collector's thing. They saw his cocoon because oh, yeah, because in the comics, um, he was living in the Soul Stone, and then there were these three just humans that just died in a car crash, and he moved his soul into into one of their bodies, and that's why I was in the cocoon because he was building it up, so. I don't know if Marvel just put that in Guardians 1 as just like a little cameo or if it's a real thing, but because we know the collector's world is destroyed now, so if that cocoon was actually Adam Warlock, then... But then again... I'm sure I'd end the Guardians 2, innit? But not Guardians uh, 2. Yeah, the... The woman, she was like, we'll call him Adam. I'll check it. Like, I'll watch it. I'll watch that again. Yeah. 
But but the cocoon from Guardians One is a reference to to the comic. The one at the end of Guardians Two, who knows? But I'd love to see him have an effect on this film. So what would you give the film out of ten? Ten. Oh, okay. I'm Charlie. nine nine point five nine point eight, but it's um just for like the little annoyances I have during it, I'd give it like a nine point five. Nine point five. Just like the little things, but apart from that, it was a great film. What about you, Connor? I personally don't think any film gets a ten. I just can't think of one, but I'd I'd say nine. It was it was just a great film. It's just a great time. Well, if we're going it's off that, then it's at least like a nine point five or nine point eight. I'm trying to think what the highest rating I would give to a film. I would say like for me Pulp Fiction is like a 10 but Pulp it's like Fiction. when I compare this compared to like those films the things that That's I would give film. like a 10 or like very high ratings are like some of the best films in cinema history so I don't know I feel yeah. like every score is um, it's its own device because I mean there's no way to compare this to Pulp Fiction yeah. like literally the best compliment I, I can give this film is that it makes every other Marvel film worse <laughs> and I mean that in the nicest way because, like, say for us to go back and watch Black Panther... Or... I can't watch that. Exactly. Right it's just, like... <laughs> it just looks so small in comparison. It's, like... But the reason I'd give it a 10, if not super close to a 10, is because we've got to keep into account that, A, they had to bring all these super yeah, the stars together. Crazy, they to did it. 10 years of hype. And it works. Like and most, it works. I haven't really seen people say they're disappointed. Like it's impo- If you're disappointed, you're a hater. It's as simple as that. And, you know, listen, DC, they hardly had any hype for Justice League and they still didn't meet it. Yeah, these men are... And Batman vs. Superman had hype and they didn't meet it. I still like it, by the way. Just... I'm, not, I'm not saying it's a bad film, <laughs> but know, it but didn't meet It didn't meet the hype. DC should just quit. This just is, restart. Like, this has had hype for so long. And Worked. And it works. And the bad and the thing is the bad things I have to say about it aren't because oh in this film I thought this is gonna happen. No, all the bad things are just to this film in general. So once you take all that into account, I find it hard to not give it a perfect score. Mm. Now, last thing I'm gonna touch on is Kanye West. And his his return to Twitter. I mean, it's funny because Let's say we recorded the the show last Thursday. And literally the next day was was the start of his tweet storms, and this whole week, you know, it's just been it's been daily. He's tweeting a hell of a lot, a hell of a lot, and there's there's so much to talk about. But you know, I'm just gonna start with the fact that a lot of people have not been happy with him recently because they've um. They're calling him. I've seen people calling him Kanye West a few times. Um, because he he's come out saying that he he loves Donald Trump, and uh, you know just things along that line. He came out in support of Candace Owens, the conservative black woman, um, and and stuff like that. But me personally, and this is. It's been connected to me because the timing of his initial tweets was... It coincided with something happening with me. And it it was almost eerie, the timing. Like, I went through what I went through and then all of these tweets started happening. And personally, he hasn't... 
done anything that I haven't, you know, I'm in full support of all of these things. All of them. I mean, maybe not the hat. I probably wouldn't have worn the hat. But aside from aside from that, I've I've got I haven't got a bad thing to say. So I want to start with you, Connor, because I know you, you were saying that some of the things are just like starting to annoy you. Mm-hmm. So if you, I mean, and by the way, guys, because normally I provide a little bit of context, but a there's so many tweets, and b I'm assuming you've all seen them by now. You know, it's like this has been a big thing for a while now. If not, just read, find an article somewhere or just go on his Twitter account and go back like a few days and start reading and then come back and listen to this. But Connor, go. Uh, um, first thing about him supporting Trump, I don't really see, like me, I don't really have much of an interest in politics. I don't really know why everyone hates <coughs> Trump personally. So I can't be like, oh, he's supporting Trump. I don't like him because I don't know why people okay. dislike Trump and why people like Trump. So that one doesn't affect me. Like, on Saturday night, he released, he leaked a song. Well, he released a song. What, Lift Yourself? Yes. Hey. And it's like, <laughs> we haven't heard music from this guy in two years. And he drops a song and it's like, it was just, it's just such a dick move. Like, I just, <laughs> it pissed me off. Right? Can you play it? Because <laughs> I just want to, Alright, China, you have you heard the song? I don't think you have. Alright, just listen to the tape. Listen to this song. <laughs> you know when you're so angry you start <laughs> laughing? That's exactly what it was. But meanwhile searching for that. I'm gonna build on from that. So it's like me, he can tweet what he likes. It's just that I don't really care for it because I don't really I feel like when Kanye says things, it's like I don't by some of the stuff. I feel like a lot of the controversial things he's saying... You don't think it's genuine? Not at times, because I feel like a lot of the things that he's saying, it's like, it's no coincidence that he like he's releasing music in the next month or two, and that's when he started to go back on Twitter to start saying things that he knows would get a reaction from people, I'll, personally. Okay. I'll get to that in a second, but first, let's hear um, Kanye West, Lift Yourself. You ready for this channel? Yeah, to see the hang-ups we have today that we need to strive for for liberty lift yourself up on your feet let's get it on lift yourself up on your feet let's get it on
they don't really realize though This next verse This next verse though These bars Watch this dee scoop Scoop dee dee whoop Whoop dee scoop dee poop Poop dee scoop dee scoop dee whoop Whoopie dee scoop whoop poop Poop dee dee whoop scoop Poop Poop Scoop dee dee whoop Whoop dee dee scoop Whoop dee dee scoop poop set a picture the set a tone so I was literally walking home from the library <laughs> and like Thomas dropped this into a group chat and it was like a new Kanye song I was like alright cool so I, pre- I press play I'm like this beat is hard I can't that, wait that beat is so good and it goes on for, for a while I'm like okay maybe, yeah I like it I like it it's a bit long but I get it and when he opened his mouth I actually started frowning I was like <laughs> really this next verse though this like the, the, the fact like I was getting gassed up. I was like it's like yeah the bars yeah the yeah. Bars. and this guy just starts coming in with that bullshit I'm like why what was the point he's trolling but why the thing is I hear he's trolling but why because it's just funny it's not it's funny it's annoying is it not funny no I, I I don't I I don't. It's funny now because I realize like after that it's not actual songs. I can laugh at it, but when I'm thinking, there's no way that's an actual song. I don't know, but it's like when I was listening to it at first, I was like, yeah, this beat is too like I would trolling didn't cross my mind when I heard the beat. I was like, yeah, this is great. Well, I feel like and it a, comes out of that. I feel like a lot of it comes from the fact that. You know the the media have been quick to label him as erratic and crazy reason. Everyone's called him crazy. I think I think he did that to prove a point. I think he did that to prove a point. And everyone's like, no. Everyone he's met with him has said that he's he's fine. He's in a fine space. It just it feels like everyone is just um, the reason why people say he's crazy or he's erratic is like the way he tweets isn't the way you would associate a normal person tweeting because like it's, it's he doesn't think what he tweets he just. Whatever comes to his mind, he tweets right after the other. It's like I don't think that's why anything wrong with that. It's not, but that's why it comes across like he's a bit. People need to stop l- labeling. I mean, because here's the thing: when it's someone we don't like, we're quick to call them evil and whatnot. For example, Trump. Everyone talks about evil Trump and whatnot. When it's someone we do like, there must be something wrong with them. Just because it's Kanye West who's doing this, it means he must be crazy. No, I think it's when you take into consideration the antics he's done before and like how he's behaved before. Combine that with the tweets, people would be thinking, "What are the antics?" Okay, so we, we could go back a long time now, but let's just say George George Bush doesn't care about black people. The way he performs on stage, like the rants that he has, like the thing, everything combined with Kanye West, like the way he behaves or he has behaved in the past. If you combine that with the tweets, people will be thinking, maybe he's not okay. Like, when he was on stage ranting about Jay-Z and stuff like that. It's do like, you, I mean, do you, do people not know what anxiety is? It is he anxious. He, 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 he was coming from a genuine spot. I don't think Kanye has ever demonstrated himself differently. I think Kanye today is exactly the same. As Kanye 2003. Huh? I think so. No. Every... He's always... Charlemagne said it 
it's a funny pun. He said, when everyone goes left, Kanye goes right. Which I think is completely true. He's, now, here's the thing. So he came out, you know, I'm going back. Uh, the first few tweets that he dropped when he came back were really, he's announcing all the albums, you know, his own album, all these other albums. And he was talking about, um, you know, his fashion and whatnot. And it was just going back. Then he came out and he was like, I love Trump. And then he said, I love the way Candace Owens thinks. As I said earlier, as a, a black conservative woman. And that's when the crazy thing came into consideration. So, here's, here's the thing. The message that Kanye is putting out is all about love. Recently. If you've been reading the tweets, they've all been about love. And I think he purposely purposely chose Donald Trump to use as his example of someone he loves as as just just to say to make the point that in this world we're too focused on other things that aren't as important as love and he's using Trump as an example because he knows that Trump is right now probably the most hated person I mean definitely the most hated person in society I'm not sure about the world because there's other things going on but in society and social media it doesn't get worse than Donald Trump but the message that he's trying to get across is very simple. Love yourself, love everyone. He had a couple of tweets in particular that really resonated when he said, you've got to learn to live in love, not fear. He said, be fearless, express what you feel, not what you've been programmed to think. Um, so he's talking about how a lot of the actions that people going on about recently... They do come from fear. Uh, everything we do. Um, you know, look, he, sees, he says here, people demonise people and then they demonise anybody who sees anything positive in someone who's been demonised. Now, obviously that, that tweet is a bit crazy, but here's, here's, how I'm, here's how I'm looking at it. You know, at right, China, we're friends. Do you like everything about me? <laughs> no. Yeah, you're a bit stressful. Sometimes. I mean, but... but I mean, everyone is. And, but, and no one's perfect. Nobody's perfect, but... <clears throat> at the same time, there's redeeming factors in everyone on Earth. Now, let me talk about... I'm going to talk about Donald Trump, because I don't... I think he's an idiot. And I use the word idiot carefully, because bad person, I don't know about. Let's talk about what he's actually done. Because a lot of these rappers are way worse than Donald Trump. But they're not in a position of power. To be yes, they country. are. They're, they're not the president of the United yes, States. But the thing is, in terms of a presidency, what has Donald Trump done? Zaka didn't go through. Muslim ban didn't go through. People don't understand how just how tight politics is, especially president of the United States. It's, it's not... You don't have the pull to just do these things. Also, a lot of this hate, I, I genuinely feel like people don't like him because you're not supposed to like him. People don't understand. Um, social media is left, left wing. That's a fact. The real media is left wing. But there's a whole right wing world out there that we will never see. You know, based on social media, TV and music and whatnot, you would expect Donald Trump to get 0% of the vote. And yet he's still got like 49, you know. 
Okay, so you know how you said like the Muslim ban? Yeah. Was that not Donald Trump's idea? Yes. Yeah. So how can you support someone who would push on such an ideology? I don't get it. What like, I'm, so what I'm, what I'm trying to say is, as I said earlier, when I was trying to see she like everything about me, of course she doesn't. Kanye West has not once in these rants said anything about Donald Trump's policies. He hasn't said anything about go vote for Trump, vote Republican, do this. He just said, I love him. He could be talking about anything else. But in the past, he said that he would have voted for Trump if he voted. He didn't vote. But that's, but he went out to say that he would have voted for Trump. Well, it, it, it's... We don't, we don't... He hasn't... Until he explicitly says that he supports the same things that Trump does, well, I mean, we can't the jump out there. Because he said he would have voted for him if he voted. He was seen taking a picture he of took him. That he back, supported though. him. He took that back. Did he? Then why is he? Kim but then he, make, um, then he wore the "Make America Great Again" hat. Did you hear the song "Yeah Versus the People"? Along with him and Ti. Briefly, when I was half asleep. He so. said, "I wore the hat to take something negative and turn it positive," and it's just um, again, what he wants is simple. He wants people to think outside of these boxes because social media is a box where if you don't, for, I mean. He, People talk about how they're worried about, um, you know, all the evil things the government are doing when we're placing ourselves in these boxes and closing the lid and we, we want to act as if um, there's no other options. If you don't support this, then you're just wrong. And th- th- that's no way to think. People voted for him for various reasons. Some people, some of those reasons might have been racist. Some of them might not have been. The, Donald Trump is not the worst person on the planet. He's not the worst president ever. He's he's an idiot. He shouldn't be in power. But, I mean, Kanye was right when he said Obama might have been heaven sent, but Trump made it possible for me to be president. I don't think Kanye should be president, but I don't see why he can't if the bar's that low. So, these, all of these things, these, these tweets, it's really been... Resonate with me, especially the ones about love. You know, people were um, people were upset as well when John Legend. I'm trying to find it now. John Legend texted Kanye, and um, was talking about. Here we go. So John Legend texted Kanye after all of Kanye's tweets recently, just saying you know how he loves Trump and he he tweeted himself wearing the Make America Great Again hat. John Legend said, "Hey, it's JL." I hope you'll reconsider aligning yourself with Trump. You're way too powerful and influential to endorse who he is and what he stands for. As you know, what you say really means something to your fans. They are loyal to you and respect your opinion. So many people who love you feel so betrayed right now because they know the harm that Trump's policies cause, especially to people of colour. Don't let this be part of your legacy. You're the greatest artist of our generation. And then Kanye replied, I love you, John, and I appreciate your thoughts. You bringing up my fans or my legacy is a tactic based on fear used to manipulate my free thought. I agree with Kanye. I, like, my whole thing is, why did he have to release it? Like, it was... Well, I, I mean, mean, he reached out to him just to talk to him and stuff. It's like, does Kanye really need to tweet that? Like, I don't. I mean, I don't think he needed to tweet it, but... um. He said he he, I mean they're still they're still boys first yeah. of all, but uh, 
let me let me find a tweet because he tweeted after his reason for doing it and um personally yeah i agree i i probably wouldn't have released that myself but it's just um you know here we go where is it he said i tweeted the john text to show that there are people around me that disagree with me and voice their opinion i respect everyone's opinion but i stand my ground so i think he tweeted he tweeted out there to ask because a lot of people are like oh where's all kanye's boys you know something like that and um I agree. I mean, I, I agree with him. We're too worried about fear. We're too worried about what people might think. And we're too worried. We're, we're just too worried about so many things. When if you just take that fear and turn it into something else, you'll find yourself prospering. You know, fear does run a lot of our lives nowadays. A lot of it, a huge majority. And there's a universal law that energy is not destroyed, it's just transferred. So if you're basing your life around fear, which is a negative energy, you're never going to progress. If you think something, just think it. Can I bring it back to what I said earlier? So do you not think the timing of all of this is, like, it's not a coincidence? Like, he decided to get back on on Twitter and started saying... I think he's saying controversial stuff. Maybe he believes it or not, but I think he's just... He's done it before, like, he brings controversy about when he's releasing music or something like that. It's promotion, like, I don't... There's a difference between... Because normal promotion is um, chiming into a narrative. The difference is with Kanye West is that he creates a narrative. But I think that's just... He's creating a narrative, but it's like, I don't buy it. Like, where was all of this before? Like, why has he only come up on Twitter and started saying this sort of stuff now? Like, why can't he say it the year before? Like, 2017, he was just not about. But now, music's coming. He's out here saying stuff that he knows people will pay attention to. That it's going to get a rise out of people. And I think it's promotion, personally. How is it promotion when it's... All of these things are, from a musical standpoint, detrimental? Because I'm sure there are some people out there who might not want to listen to this album now. I disagree. I think there's no such thing as bad publicity, as they say. I feel like more people will listen to this album now to see what is going on in his head. If it was just one or two tweets, then I'd probably agree with you. But if this has been going on for for a long time now. I'd, and I don't really see... There's not been a lot of signs. Didn't he do this before as well? Before The Life of Pablo dropped, he came back on Twitter. But he wasn't tweeting. Like, he was just tweeting about the album. That's when that he day. was... No, that's when he had beef with... Well, when he said the stuff about Wiz Khalifa and Amber Rose, I'm sure. Wiz that Khalifa started that. I don't... What he, I don't remember he that tweet, He Kanye came out on Twitter and was like, my, my new album's going to be called Waves. Yeah. And then Wiz Khalifa was like, you're not matching oh, yeah, me. Yeah. So but it's, it's like, like... that. But building on that situation, like, he was just... I don't know. It's the fact that he becomes active and then when he's dropping something and, like, that's when something controversial happens. But and after f- that, it's like... Hardly any of these tweets have been about the like the about the actual music. But it doesn't need to be. I so what do you think, China? Huh? What do you think? <laughs> um it's Kanye West. I mean I whenever people come up and they say things to me about Kanye West, I'm just never really surprised. He just he's always doing the madness. Um I get where you're coming from, what you're saying. About the fact, to be honest, it's his own life. If this was any other normal person, no one would say anything. Um, but 
I get what Connor's saying as well, because some people are just controversial for the sake of being controversial. Mm-hmm. Um, just to get a rise out of people, just to get the publicity, just to get some, you know, some people like behind you, some little arguments here and there. And it's true. When you hear the things he's saying on Twitter, you'll be more likely to be like, okay, so let's see what his album's saying. Let's see what he's saying in his album. See if it's the same kind of stuff. See if he's a bit like, he's, he's a bit, he's a bit off, isn't he? Let's be truthful. Kanye West is a bit... He's, he's eccentric. He's eccentric. I think he's going through a lot. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. I, and the people who, you know, say now he's supporting Trump, blah, blah, none of these things have been political. He even says himself, he tweeted, this was yesterday, he said, I haven't done enough research on conservatives to call myself or be called one. I'm just refusing to be enslaved by monolithic thought. Then Charles the Rapper tweeted, um, black people don't have to be dem- Democrats, which got a lot of backlash. And when I checked his account and I saw that tweet, I thought there must have been something else he deleted. But that was it. Th- there's nothing wrong with saying that. Black people don't have to be Democrats. First of all, I understand the, the ideal that Republicans are not for coloured people and Democrats are. You lot forget that we've had... De- de- um, not we, but in America, there have been Democratic governments... And nothing has changed, you know. Like, Obama was in there for eight years. And he killed Gaddafi. He started off the whole drone strike thing. The, the murder rate in Chicago didn't move an inch when he was in power. Um, you know, Bill Clinton. It's just like, no politicians are for black people, if, if we're going to be real. So whether or not you have to be Democrat, I don't know where this came from. Because neither of them are good. And if Kanye was to run for president, I think he would probably run independent. But you, you, lot need, you, you lot really don't see how you're boxing yourselves in for your whole life. Because in America, I mean, it's different over here. Because I don't think political alignment is as deep here as it is in America. But in America, they really think if you're not with us, you're against us. Where it doesn't have to be like that at all. It's, it's something... It's, more, it's way more in the middle. Um... And he tweeted his album cover, which was a picture of the plastic surgeon that killed his mum. And um, you didn't like that either, did you, Connor? That's just... I get it, but it's like... It's just weird, man. It's like, yeah, you want to spread the, the message of love and you like you forgive people. But to have a guy as your album cover who done the surgery on your mum, it's just... That's a bit overkill. Like, I just don't... Uh, personally, I'm just gonna throw it out there. I, right now, I don't really want to care what Kanye has to say at the moment. I'm still gonna listen to his music because I'm a fan of his music. But that's right now, I just don't really care what he's saying. I'm like, it's just not for me. That's understandable. If you, if, yeah, if you, if you're not, if you're not, um, if it angers you seeing all these things, then you don't have to pay attention to it. And if you just want to listen to the music, then listen to it. I mean, you know, if it translates into the music and he's talking a bunch of nonsense, then that's different. But I feel like cancelling something, this whole cancelling culture over a political alignment, which he never even said, he just said, I love Trump, I think is really dumb. Really dumb. Because, again, you lot are out here listening to murderers, killers, rapists, kidnappers. You are all listening to Triple X Temptations music. But you want to cut off Kanye West because he said I love Trump. So let's think about that for a minute. Um, you know, lastly, you just want to end the show. You know, ending the show. Uh, 
I'm not sure if I said this at the start, but as I said, you can expect episodes of the summer. I, I just really want to master the craft because I'm going to definitely be adding video elements to it. Because it, the thing with adding video makes things better and work and it makes things look better. It makes promoting on Instagram a whole lot easier. But at the same time, it's adding another layer for you to edit and you've got to sync up the audio with the video. So I need to take time to, to just find a good workflow. I want to start recording the show off my iPad as opposed to my laptop because that will make it will make recording on the go a whole lot easier because I do want to start visiting some of my you know friends in uni or people around the country and record shows there and all of this stuff takes time and it takes money which I need to save up for but and I said this show has been the best thing I've ever done <laughs> obviously I plan on like getting married and having kids someday but until then it's the show is <laughs> the best thing that I've ever done um, the support you know I really appreciate everybody who's, who's taken the time to listen to it it means the world to me the numbers have been re- way more than I expected and they hardly dropped since week one if anything they've gone higher um, you know I don't really like talking about the stats that much but I'll tell you a lot the most popular episode was I think episode seven, the one called "Burst Your Bubble." That was a good episode. I what can't. Was that one about? Uh, we spoke about OJ. We spoke about R. Kelly. We spoke about Michael Jackson. I don't think you were on wow. that one. Was that one? I wasn't. Yeah, the part of. that's wow. the one. God, it was the part of. But I've, I've gotten, you know, you listeners there. I've <laughs> gotten a lot of. I get a lot of feedback as well. People liked the last episode. A lot of people actually ask me, like, oh, are you and Connor actually still boys after that? And I, Honestly, I, I'm only here due to contract. Like, I'm not... I, I don't want to be here. It's just like, I have a contract at the moment. The season's done. I told you, I told you, man, he would be back. And he was... Um, not again. I mean, you know, I, I don't know about a personal favourite of mine. I, I have to look through the list, but... I'll, you know, I really enjoyed doing this. It's really therapeutic. Um, you know, a few thanks. I want to thank Emmanuel Speaks because uh, when I went to him, because I did, I did a show last year, but it caught no traction at all. And, you know, I went back to him, like, mid-summer, and I was like, you know, I really, I still got the, the vibe to record stuff. And he was like, you should look into, like, a student radio type sort of thing. And... You know, so thank you for that. I want to thank all the guests that I've been on, except for Connor and China, because they had no choice. <laughs> but everyone else, wow. thank you. <laughs> how, how many episodes have I done? And it's like, <laughs> see this disrespect? This is why I'm not back for the second season. Uh, Connor will be back. I'm not. I Connor promise be... you. I'm going to go out of my way to make sure I'm not available. Ever. <laughs> Connor's going to be on it doing summer. I'm not. He's going to be back recording episode I'm, tomorrow. I'm not. Connor. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Connor's gonna love it. He mm-hmm. love he actually he loves the attention. I really he don't. gets. Um and yeah man, I, you know, I don't know what to say. It's it's really touching, you know, that you lot have rocked out with this for what, thirteen weeks now. There will be a clip show. Uh, it might I'm not sure if it's gonna be next week or two weeks, but I'm gonna I'm gonna cut together all the best parts of all the episodes. Um and, you know, hot take of the week. I don't know if I have one. Love yourself. <laughs> That's really important. Love yourself. Look yourself in the mirror. Know what your self-worth is and act on it. Don't let anyone ever play you. Can I say something? Go on, Connor. Uh, my hot take. University is very bad for your health. <laughs> and I mean that. Mental health, 
physical. I've I have my dissertation is due in tomorrow, and I've not really slept for a while. I'm starting to go crazy. <laughs> so for any people who are considering going to university, don't. And for those who are already there, good luck. Because, boy, this is stress as hell. We should see what Connor's been tweeting about. His mental health is on the ropes. Honestly, <laughs> I'm not all there at the moment. Tyler, do you have any takes? Any final takes? Um, Might be a while since they hear you again. Oh, well, yeah, true. Um, well, guys, just you know, have an amazing summer. Good luck with your exams, because I'm pretty sure people will probably have exams this week coming. Good luck with all your exams. Um... Yeah, just enjoy yourself to the fullest because when you get back to uni, it's going to be shite. <laughs> so, yeah. And me enjoy. personally, as I said, love yourself, know yourself. Now I'm flying out to the next place. I'm going to probably be in the Amsterdam. Whatever goes to the holiday, it's my place. Yeah, man. It's been really good. Peace out.